1: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening rugby fans and welcome to episode 11 of the DMVR Raptors Podcast. I'm Colton Strickler. I'm excited about the show that we have for you guys today. Um, I've got Colorado Raptors 8-man Sam Slade on the show to talk about his background, a little bit his path to the Raptors. Um, We'll get in a little bit to the loss to the Sabercats this last weekend and a little bit of a preview of this weekend's match against the San Diego Legion in Las Vegas. That's part of, uh, I think that is the... Uh, puts the bow on the MLR Vegas weekend. Uh, I know New England and rugby night in New York played in Las Vegas last weekend There's a bunch of other teams playing this weekend And I think the Raptors and the and the Legion will close out on um, that whole festivities on Sunday night. So Cool, um, I guess before we jump into that interview with Sam Let's get let's get into the round one loss to the Sabercats a little bit. So for those that don't know uh, the Raptors dropped their opening match of the season, 21-12, to the Houston Sabercats. Um, after watching this one again, I feel like it was closer than the score indicated. The Raptors were down by six. So for new rugby people, that's just a try's worth five points and a conversion's worth two. So they were a converted try away from winning the match with five minutes to play. And they really had a chance up until the end, up until Sam Windsor, who was a Houston Sabercats fly half. I talked about him a little bit later. He, he had a penalty goal, I think, with two minutes to play that he nailed from, I think, 36 meters out. He's pretty automatic with his foot. So um, they had a chance up until that. And then Sam Windsor put the kind of the final nail in the coffin. But the Raptors really really didn't play. They they had a chance up until the end. There was some things that uh, it was kind of sloppy in parts. But that's kind of expected for a round one match for really any team. Um, and I know specifically with the Raptors, there's a lot of guys. Sam Slade being one of them, as you'll hear him talk about in the interview a little bit. It's a lot of guys that are still getting in. They, I know, they've only been around. Sam's only been here. He'll, he'll talk about it for three weeks. So um, there's still quite a bit of gelling going on, as with any new team, that's to be expected. And the best way to learn is to is to get in the get in the ring and and learn as you go, baptism by fire. And that's kind of what the Raptors are going through. But. Um, yeah like I mentioned before it's kind of sloppy um lots of turnovers I think the number I saw was 19 but some of the other people I've talked to have said 25 and um you'll hear I know I was talking to some of the other guys earlier this week and they're saying the number you want to shoot for is under 10 if you want to win a rugby match so obviously so there's some work to be done there but I think part of that's going to come with gelling uh, with the new team, learning how other guys run, anticipating where they're going to be, all that type of stuff. So um, like football, because uh, like in the NFL, there is only 16 games, so every game matters. But I think this is one that the Raptors will knock some of the rust off, um, get kind of back on the horse. But we'll see. I guess we'll find out this weekend. Um, Sam Windsor like I mentioned before in this match he, he ran wild and that's one of the things I wrote in my game preview last week and talked a little bit on the podcast is that Sam Windsor can score if you give him the chances and that's exactly what he did on Saturday he earned man of the match honors uh, he scored 11 points he scored the first try of the of the MLR 2020 season he he left points off the board um, he missed all three of his conversions and one penalty goal so Kind of shows you he's got all these opportunities. He made two penalty goals. The one I just talked about kind of put the game on ice. So he finished with 11 points. Um, he made the he made the penalty goals that mattered, and that's kind of what, what's important when you're trying to close out a game. So he uh, he's really the the engine that drove Houston to the win. Um, Houston really Houston is a team that has been trending up since mid last season, so it wasn't really surprising to see them. Play play as well as they did on Sunday, or excuse me, on Saturday morning, come with a victory. I do think, like I mentioned before, I do think the Raptors are going to be fine. Um, they they really had some good plays. They showed what type of te- excuse me, what type of team they could be. Um, just some sloppy things were undone. I know on top of the turnovers, there were some issues in the scrum, but I think again that comes with with a new team gelling and. The more they play together, the the better they'll get. Um, so now it just becomes an issue of time. Hopefully that uh, they start gelling a little quicker. They can come away with a couple wins at the beginning of the season so they're not in too deep of a hole when, when they start clicking. Um, but that's sports. You know you got to peak at the right time. And uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, some of the positives in that match that I picked out John Ryberg, obviously guy I've talked a little bit about on the show. He's a leading try scorer last year. He scored a try. Uh, he scored the first points of the season for the Raptors. His try came on a beautifully designed play. Sam Slade actually kind of the, the first phase that sucked in a lot of the, diff, the defense. And they kicked it out to Tomas Quinlan, the fly half, who sent it over. Um, I think Chad London got the ball next, opened up a a gap kind of right in the middle, and he threw a nice inside ball back into Ryberg, um, who took the ball some pace, bulldozed over a defender into the the try zone So um, that was a beautiful play. just kind of shows for people that aren't familiar with the team or Ryberg, just kind of the the big play ability that he has. Another play. Pick the other try, beep uh, Fafita, our guest from the show last week. So that's a little note to, to members of the Raptors. If you want to score a try, you got to come on the podcast. Um, but, but but seriously, um, on that play, Malifa came in at 10 to relieve Tomas, um, I think around the 60th minute, gave him a break. Um, he ran a beautiful dummy line. Uh, for people that don't know rugby, that's just kind of a fake line. He ran as if he was going to get the ball didn't pass to him but he drew in uh, two or three defenders really on the on the goal line and that opened up some space for kalepi to get the ball and he plowed in for uh, his first try of the year so that was another good-looking play from the match on Saturday um, I think really just kind of in, in general you'll always learn more from a loss than a win losing kind of really exploits really uh, puts a emphasis on the things that you did wrong so I think maybe in the long run that would be a good thing for the Raptors because the quicker they can get the turnover bug and and the scrum issues nipped in the bud, the, the better they'll be. So um, I know I was kind of on a different note. I was watching the Bill Belichick-Nick Saban coaching documentary thing that was on HBO a few weeks ago, and they were talking on that about – and they both mentioned – about some of the perfect seasons that they've had and they had wished that they had lost during those seasons because it, it relieves some of the pressure and gets it out of the way. And I think um, with, a, with kind of the match the Raptors played on Saturday that could be in the same boat, they, they learned what they did wrong, they learned what they need to improve on, they also showed a lot of good things. So you kind of piece it together, you, you get a good idea of what type of team they can be. Um, so they'll have another shot this weekend on Sunday when they play the San Diego Legion in Las Vegas, um, but unfortunately for the Raptors, that's not going to be an easy win at all. I watched the Legion knocked off the reigning champion Seattle Seawolves on this last Sunday, um, and they looked scary all around. They looked like they have a really good back line. Um, they got a good forward pack. It's going to be a tough game, um, but if if the Raptors do come away with a win in that one, that will be a very quality one. something that they can really build off, be proud of. So. I'll break down the Legion match um, on tomorrow's episode. This this is on Thursday, so I'll have an episode out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to kind of lead you up into the match. So I'll break down the matchup against the Legion a little bit on tomorrow's episode. I'll have a game preview out tomorrow as well. So on Friday, you can you can read all about the matchup against the Legion. Should have that done sometime today. I'll push that out on Friday. So. Um, i just want to remind everyone that this match will be broadcast on coloradoraptors.com it was uh, on sunday at 4 p.m mountain Time is when it's kicking off i'm unsure if this will also be broadcast on the dnvr.com but i will check hopefully have an update for you guys soon i will certainly share the link on twitter Um, i'd like to remind everyone too that the raptors again are hosting another watch party at the tri club which is a bar at infinity park over here in glendale that's where they play. Last week's watch party was really cool. I think we had around 70 people that came out to watch the match. Ali Monroy, Ryan Koningsberg, and Brennan Voigt all, all from the DMVR all came out. It sounded like they had a good time. I know they, they were asking me some questions learning about rugby. I saw some other people chiming in to help them understand some stuff too which is awesome which is something that I've been trying to stress that uh, if you come you don't know there's nothing to be ashamed of so just come ask Questions, come learn some rugby, come enjoy the match. Um, it's free, cost zero dollars. Come learn some rugby, come have a beer. Uh, I think they're having burritos. They served burritos last week, so it will be burritos for sale again. Doors open at 3.30 for 4 p.m. kickoff, so be a good time, I'll be there. Come say hi. I'd uh, love to get you up to speed on the game, so looking forward to that. So if you have nothing to do on Sunday afternoon, that's a place to be. It'd be a nice way to close out the weekend. Moving on to our interview with Sam Slade, Um, I think he played one of the better games of anybody on the team on Sunday. He had 17 tackles, which leads the MLR after round one. That's just an absurd amount of tackles to make. He played all 80 minutes. I think he just got here at that point like two weeks ago, so that's always encouraging to see. He had uh, eight carries on offense for 40 meters, so he was, game, he was really getting the, the tough meters that the Raptors needed to run the offense. I mentioned earlier that he um, one of his carries was the one that set up the Ryberg try. kind of sucked in the defense and helped make a little space for Ryberg, so that's always good. He just really played an all-around good game in general, and when you put him pers- to, into perspective that he has only been here for two weeks at that point, it's even more impressive. A um, little background on Sam. He's 22. He's from Auckland, New Zealand. So he's a young guy, but even for a young guy, he's played some incredibly high level rugby in New Zealand. Um, you'll hear him talk about that on the show. He won a world championship with the New Zealand under 20s um, back in 2017. He talks a little bit about that. So that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, I know I mentioned it to him in the interview, but any there's not many opportunities in your life that you get to be the best in the world at something. So um, to, to win a championship like that, I'm sure, is incredibly special. Um, and you just he brings a bunch of experience, even though he is only 22, brings a bunch of high-level rugby experience to the Raptors. Um, he's a guy that I think a lot of people will like as the season progresses, as you get more into rugby, um, watch him play. I know in my Raptors Weekly video that I did with Allie this week, um, catch those on the DNVR YouTube page and on the DNVR Facebook page. Um, Ali's also been good about sharing that on Twitter, so if you follow us at the uh, DNVR Raptors Twitter account. You can catch all that video stuff we've been doing, but um, in my Raptors weekly video that I did with Ali this week, he was the guy that I highlighted heading into this weekend's match against the Legion. Um, He's really versatile. You hear him talk about that in the interview, too. I think he'll be a big addition to the Raptors forward pack this season, and even maybe in the backs a little bit. He moved back and played some inside center towards the end of the game, do some injuries and stuff. But um, he's a guy I'm excited to keep watching play. Had a really good game on Saturday. and I think he's only going to get better. So with that introduction, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado Raptors eight man Sam Slade. All right, now we're welcome on to show raptors eight man sam slade how are you doing sam
0: yeah good uh thanks for having
1: me yeah, Looking no forward problem.
0: to looking forward to today yeah i'm yeah. looking
1: forward to talking to you thanks for coming on i appreciate it's all it good, so, it's all good it's good cool i guess just, just jump right in can you tell me a little bit about where you're from
0: um hi everyone i'm sam slade i 22 years old uh, born and bred auckland new zealand um, Recently, I've been playing for County's Manukau in the Minor 10 Cup competition, but I've also represented Two in Auckland and I've also played for a couple of teams um, for New Zealand. i represented New Zealand secondary schools and I also represented New Zealand in the 20s, in which we were world champions 2017
1: yeah I want to ask you about that that was one thing I, I found in my research tell me about that what was that like playing for that playing the, the, um, was it that was, in Georgia right
0: yeah it was It was based in Georgia and so someone told me that Georgia is a is like a lesser man's version of Russia okay. and so um, it was quite kind of I wouldn't describe it as third world but it was definitely something different from New for Zealand sure. and just the whole experience was pretty surreal like I remember not even thinking I was going to make the team or make the first cut and then to make the team and then go to the other side of the world um, It was pretty yeah, it was pretty unreal and then to top it all off we won. And yeah. so it was just a great experience
1: Yeah, for sure. That was three years ago. You said right? Yeah So then like, kind of what happened after that? So you played New Zealand under 20s and then where did your rugby career take you after that?
0: Um, so from into the 20s, I came back to Auckland and I was lucky enough to get selected in the minor 10 Cup side and I played for them that year. Um, the following year I got called into the Blues and I lasted for about three hours and then I pulled my hammy. Oh. And then, <laughs> so I was out for like two months and then I came back, tried to play for their kind of development side and I did yeah. my shoulder. Uh-huh. And so I was out for another kind of two months and then because of those injuries, um, Auckland didn't want me, and yeah. so uh, opportunity came up to play for one two, mm-hmm. and so I went down there, and that was pretty fun. It was a good, good little experience. And then the following year, I signed with Counties, and now I'm here.
1: Nice, yeah. Cool. I guess we'll take it back a few steps here. When okay. did you start playing rugby?
0: Um, I was about eight years old. Yeah, yeah. Eight years How'd old. you
1: get into it? Was it just something that everybody was doing? I know, just because of being that this like in America, people just don't like really do that here. Right. So i just kind of wondering how you got into it and all that.
0: I guess, um from what I've seen, I'd compare rugby to American football, something yeah. like that. Like rugby in New Zealand is kind of our religion. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, from ages like five and up. Um, Every kind of boy and now girl would have a rugby ball in their hand Mm. and they're just um, playing with their friends and it just, it's a way to have fun and hang out with your mates first and rugby as a career is kind of, you don't really think about that until you get a little bit older. But the main reason you play is because it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did you play any other sports growing up, or is it just been rugby?
0: Um, I played basketball quite a bit.
1: Yeah, um, I bet. You're pretty tall. Yeah. I don't know. How tall are you?
0: Um, let's just say I'm 6'5". <laughs> we'll call it 6'5". Um, Did you
1: play center, or were the kids taller than you growing up?
0: Um, I was the tallest around the time I was playing, so I played from... 12 to 16. okay yeah and i quite enjoyed that yeah um, i still watch it and play whenever i can yeah and my brothers and my dad are quite interested in boxing and so okay. i did a bit of boxing as well cool yeah
1: do you have an nba team
0: um i don't really have a team but i like the colors of the bulls yeah. yeah and lebron james is a good guy <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: he was in town last night that was a stayed up late watching that it wasn't yeah. great <laughs> Cool. so I know you talked about um, leading up to your opportunity with the Raptors but can you kind of explain how the opportunity came about
0: um, so basically after the County's Manukau campaign um, I told my agent I was pretty keen to go overseas for six months yeah. and just go go have some fun and play play rugby in a place I've never been before and just yeah um, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't want to play club rugby in auckland right and so i just yeah i wanted to get away from something all that new, and yeah. just yeah do something new
1: cool um see so yeah, i know you're saying we are talking off air you've only been here for about three weeks how you like it so far
0: Um it's good i've never been to the snow before before oh, coming here yeah. and so that's pretty new just and on the, the way here you? i fell down like stopped oh, over no. so that was <laughs> that was a good experience yeah, it will get you. um but yeah it's nice the the people are nice yeah and the weather's not too bad because it's quite sunny
1: right yeah colorado gets it's kind of a i don't know people have a interesting idea it is sunny a lot here yeah no I've,
0: i've really enjoyed it so far
1: yeah that's good i was gonna ask what your favorite thing about denver is but you probably don't have one yet huh being here so short and you've been traveling too so Yeah.
0: Um (laughs) right now I say the people because I haven't been anywhere yet, but I'm pretty keen to go up to the mountains or something like that. Yeah,
1: hopefully soon. Yeah. Um had you been to the States before you came over to play, or is this like your first introduction to Um,
0: this is my first time playing here. But two years ago I came here briefly, um, just on a boys' trip. Yeah. I went to LA, Miami and then Cuba, Jamaica. And so yeah. Good time. It's good.
1: Cool. Um so I guess moving into some some rugby stuff well I guess before we do that you have like a favorite rugby memory like would it be the under 20 world championship or something else that comes to mind
0: probably yeah probably the under 20 world championship just because leading up to it I wasn't confident about making it at all yeah and so to make it and then to win it was just yeah it was pretty unreal i actually got a little tattoo just to oh nice commemorate winning it yeah, nice, yeah it's right. good fun
1: there's you don't get to be the champion of the world in many things no, in your life so no. that's pretty cool yeah cool so i guess now we'll kind of move into some some of the rugby stuff okay. um play the first match this last weekend obviously not the result you guys wanted but um just kind of what was the difference in that in that match in your in your eyes i know was it was it turnovers? I know turnovers were, were a big thing. I was talking to some of the guys about earlier this week. Is that like the main pro- the main issue in that match? Or I that think,
0: a- yeah, I think I'd put it down to turnovers. And I, I'd say that we didn't... I'd say that Houston didn't win the game, but we lost it. Right. That's how i describe it. I think um, we showed glimpses of what we could achieve if we Certainly. get everything right. But, um, yeah, just a couple too many turnovers. And... I guess maybe a little bit of chemistry as there's still a couple right, of new boys yeah. in. But hopefully Take, that Takes a bit of Yeah, that's, we'll mean, get that's there eventually.
1: Growing pains. That's, yeah. that's not, a, yeah, that's nothing new for sure. So, um, so I was kind of, one thing I noticed in the game, and we were talking about this a little off air, so you actually lead the MLR and tackles after the, the first round. Um, I think you had 17. But one thing I, I kind of noticed about, you was, they moved you back to play 12 there at the end, right? Has it, has it, have you spent some time in the centers before? Yeah,
0: I've actually played there quite a lot. Oh, nah, right. I haven't I, haven't. Oh, I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you
1: had me, man. No,
0: nah, it was the first time i went to the backs. And oh, so yeah, yeah. I kind of um, take it as a compliment, I guess. I'm the next back. I'm the next forward in line to be a back. Right. Yeah, so.
1: That's kind of utility, man, right? You can yeah. play a little everywhere. I'm happy know? with that. Yeah, I'll go
0: yeah. anywhere. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> cool. So um, I guess moving forward, we got the Legion this weekend um, in Las Vegas. Yeah, I guess first of all, are you excited to check out Las Vegas? Yeah, because were you, you weren't with the team yet. Where I no. when they went to the first trip? No, so?
0: I got. I just got here as they were getting back from Las oh, okay. Vegas, and so um, yeah, it should be pretty good. Yeah, I've seen it in the movies and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, looking yeah, forward it's, to it.
1: That's an interesting place. Yeah. I think you'll find. Um, <laughs> Um, but what have you guys like seen about the, the Legion? I know I'm sure you studied the the match from this last week and I know yeah. I watched that one. They looked um, they looked pretty good. Yeah. I think across the board their back line I thought looked pretty scary. Mm-hmm. What what's kind of been the focus like moving into this match?
0: Um, well, we've kind of focused on just the sheer size of their team. Yeah. They're quite a big, big, um, big team all around. And their full pack is quite dominant and brings a lot of line speed. And so we just talked that about
1: Mikey Tao, I think. Yeah. 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 He's got like the, the braids. Yeah. A yeah, lot of a lot
0: of big boys. Yeah. And their um, their back three is quite dangerous. And so we've tried to we've kind of um, looked to limit our kicks to them and just focus on what we can do to kind of combat their line speed and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's one th- yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it, I know. Yeah. I um, think those last two seasons that any match with San Diego has been a, a close, tightly contested, very good one. So right. cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I really have for you, Sam. I uh, really appreciate the time. Thanks for coming.
0: Nah, no worries. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All
1: right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Sam. I really enjoyed talking to him, learning about him, getting to know him a little bit better. Um, he'll be a lot of fun to watch this season like I mentioned before the interview I think it's a that's a guy people will really grow to enjoy his game and I think he he could I think we'll find him at the top of the leaderboard in a couple different categories come the end of the season and uh, good for Sam he came on the show so if he's any indication of uh, if he continues the trend that Kleppy said he will score um, on Sunday so we'll see we'll see how that that goes that's be something to watch for but Cool, um, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, just kind of moving on, moving forward, just want to remind everybody uh, that there's a watch club, the Tri Club, This, excuse me, a watch party at the Tri Club this weekend at Infinity Park. Door's at 3.30, kickoff's at four, it's free. Come have a beer, come watch some rugby, come learn. It'd be a perfect way to close out your Sunday, close out your weekend, get ready for Monday. It's nice and early enough in the day that it shouldn't mess up your monday too much you'll get you'll be out of there by six you'll get a good night's sleep and be ready for work or school or whatever you got going on on monday um if you can't make it out to infinity park to watch the match at the tri club you can catch it on coloradoraptors.com i'll work to find out if it'll be streamed on the dnvr.com as well but you should catch it right on the home page of that so that'll be nice and easy for this upcoming weekend watch this match should be a good one so i also like to remind everyone to keep an eye out for my match preview dropping tomorrow on Friday. Go read my match recap from the Houston game. Um, I did a nice little scoring breakdown. Kind of went through the, the whole match, talked about some key performers on both teams. I also put together an MLR round one roundup. I'm planning on doing that every week because I watch all the matches. Um, I know you guys don't have the time to catch every rugby match in a weekend. So I'm telling you just about the I'm summing up the action as quick as I can very briefly a nice consumable piece of writing that you can you can Check out and get the lowdown on what happened the weekend in the matches Kind of keep your eye on the the landscape of the league as the season moves forward So I'll be doing that every week too should be dropping um, the day after the final matches And if I'm if I'm really on my game, I'll drop them the after the final match of the weekend ends so sure to follow us on Twitter at the NVR underscore Raptors, at Colton Stricko is my personal one. Make sure you're sending in questions for the mailbag episodes that we do every week via DM or just tweet at me. Um, I know we've had a few roll in this last week, which is awesome. You guys have been awesome, and uh so asking some awesome questions. I'm working on pinning down some smarter rugby people than I to answer some of these questions, so... Uh, really looking to looking forward to provide you guys with the answers that you deserve about these questions because they've been good and some of the stuff about the business side of the the rugby and some as for like personnel decisions and all that i want to make sure i get the right people on to answer those adequately for you so make sure you keep it locked with us for all that stuff um it'll be a good, be a good week of content again Apologize about the schedule. It's still in the season. I'm trying to learn the availability of these guys. So um, I know this week they had Thursday off, so I was able to to knock out a few interviews on Thursday. We will have a podcast out today, which is Thursday. I'm recording this on Thursday. So have one out this afternoon. We'll have one out Friday morning, and we'll have another one out Saturday morning to kind of lead you into the match this weekend. So you'll, you'll have all the info you need for the match against the Legion. So make sure you keep checking out the written content on the dmvr.com. Keep listening here. Like I said, we'll get you everything you need to know leading up to the weekend. And then come next week, i will make sure you're up to date on all the things that happen in MLR. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.